Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. It has begun! I had a fun time watching it, man. Yeah, like I watched this and I watched the 2021 version. And for both of them, there's stuff that I absolutely love. And then there's stuff that I'm like, what in the fuck was going through your head, man? Like on both of them, (laughs) on both of them. Yeah. But there's stuff, there's stuff in this film that actually is honestly better than I remembered. Because I remember leaving the theater being a little cheesed off because I don't think it quite hit it for me. Yeah. Way back in 95. But then as I go back, there were some parts of it that I was like, oh, well, they actually they actually did that pretty good. So Yeah, some of it was pretty good. I, I watched the 95 version, and then again, I, I did watch the 2021 version as well. But yeah, man, going back, there was some stuff in the 95 version, the original, that was pretty good, especially when you get yeah two fighters who are legit martial artists. They pull off some good stuff. Yeah, they do. And I mean, like... I mean, how do you even start talking about this movie without talking about the goddamn soundtrack? Like, <laughs> I was just going to say, you can't you can't talk about this movie without taking a giant snort of coke. Well, because... <laughs> like, this movie opens with like a rave song and then a kid dying. <laughs> like it's right. It's like here's some rave music. We just killed a kid, so you're just like, all right, this is okay. This is it. Mid-90s. I was laughing because I I sat down on the couch to start watching it. And I was like, oh, okay, let's see. I remember the soundtracks. And as soon as it started, the credits didn't come up. It was just the 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 logo of the studio, and then Mortal Kombat. <laughs> dude, dude, that was like Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh my yeah. God! Because yeah. you remember the song. <laughs> yeah, New Line was just like just coming right at you, like like what, how Johnny Cage punches Goro in the dick in this film. Like New Line punches <laughs> yeah. you in the dick with this song. Because <laughs> you're just like new, right off the jump. New Line Cinema, Mortal Kombat. You're like what? <laughs> Wham! And then it cuts to like. Shang Tsung killing a kid, and you're like, okay, this is fucking hardcore. Right out the hop, we're dropping into a world here. (laughs) Jesus, god damn. (laughs) But this this can't be overstated. Like when the first Mortal Kombat game came out, uh, by the time this came out, like Mortal Kombat three, the arcade game, I think was out. So like we had MK one, MK two, and like we played the shit out of those games because we were in university at the time, right? We were playing the shit out of those games. Both of us were taking martial arts, and again, this was kind of pre-UFC, so everybody kind of had their own style, and I think in a lot of ways, this game kind of sprung from that, where each fighter had their own style and their own, you know, system of moves and and whatnot, and when this came out, you and I went to the theater, and like, every goddamn dojo in town was there, because in those days, you also sported your dojo colors, right? So everybody was in there. It was nuts. Yeah, it was crazy going into this movie. Like, like you said, the UFC had just started like two years before in 93. Yeah, I think it was. And they were yeah. still introducing guys with like, this guy's a pit fighter and this guy's a karate guy and a judo guy and a whatever. Yeah. So they broke all the guys 
and girls in this case up into these different styles. Everybody had all their favorite people and stuff. And like we were, I was an arcade major in university. I was a pool major for the first couple of years. I sucked. (laughs) So this was, this was on high rotation. Well, for everybody was trying to learn the, the combos and button presses and stuff. Yeah, well, I remember a couple of things. A, there was no internet. Sort no. There was sort of an internet. And we used to go out and we ended up printing on those dot matrix printers, like the moves. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. And it's like, okay, back forward, down forward, high punch. Okay, everybody, everybody got that? Everybody got that? <laughs> right? And, <laughs> and I remember, Johnny Cage, forward, back, forward, back, ABs, half circle. <laughs> we, all right. We were doing all of those moves. And I remember... Both of us going on academic probation um, because yes. we were fucking around too much. Like we were hanging out the uh, hanging out of the arcade, the pool hall, the bar. Like, man, I, I mean, that's the thing when you're when you're a student, you go from high school where they're like breathing down your neck to we don't give a fuck as long as you pay us money. Just don't do anything real bad. You're like, oh, okay. And then you know, we just we just hung around in the arcade and played the shit out of these games. Yeah, when you go to school and there's a fucking bar. Like yeah, yeah. Why am I? Why am I in fucking math class? Like, what yeah. am I doing? You're looking. <laughs> There's out the beer window. over there. You're looking out the window and you're like, "There's a bar right there and a Mortal Kombat machine." <laughs> <laughs> why, why am what I am I here? doing? Why am I listening to Roger Crowther? Oh. Motor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god. Yeah. So this this movie took that energy of that video game series, and like when we heard there was going to be an MK movie, we were like, "Oh my god, this is going to be dope. This is going to be awesome." But yeah. then they, they fucking toned it down. It was originally supposed to be more violence and, and harsher language, and it was going to be R. But the deal that they made with New Line was to make it PG-13 to get all the younger video game kids in. Yeah, I know. that was the So thing. that toned it all back, and fuck. Yeah, that's the thing that just like really cheeses me off. Like Between this film, I guess we'll say this film and the 2021 film, Like for me, if you want to make a solid Mortal Kombat film, it's got to have a couple of things. Number one, it's got to have a tournament. Yep. Number two, it's got to have kick-ass fighters that have awesome fucking martial arts moves, which, you know, in many cases are superhuman. And three, it's got to have an ass ton of gore. And, you know, this is is the film that had mediocre martial arts and literally no gore. And that's the thing. that, That was my biggest problem with the film. Yeah, me too. Like, I need that stuff too. And this movie, I was, and I didn't even notice this because I'm a moron, before watching it for the podcast again, this is really heavy on Enter the Dragon. Like, there's a lot of beats in this that are Enter the Dragon. (laughs) Like, seriously. Like, I mean, you know, and we just did Enter the Dragon, but all of a sudden, like, Johnny Cage is in a junk with all kinds of suitcases. And I was like, oh my God. Like, like, John Saxton Saxton probably just was fucking raging when this came out. Uh, (laughs) Well, and then they go to the island and there's a big buffet before the tournament starts. I'm like, what the fuck? I was just like, Jesus Christ almighty. Man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty like good. Shang Song. There's a big gentleman. Big... You have a gratitude. Hey, Shang, why Shang Song saying that, man? Why Shang Song doing that? Yeah, just some girl comes up behind him with a plate of grapes. Hmm. All right. Grapes, huh? Oh, grapes. Thank you. Oh, pretty great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were mentioning the um, special effects in this leave a fucking lot to be desired. The, this, the computer graphics in particular leave a lot to be desired. I think that's probably a function of budget because, it, you know, again, we were discussing this earlier a little bit, but it's it's not like you couldn't have done good special effects because, early, like, what year did T2 come out again? 
Terminator 2 came out in 91. Yeah, and I mean, Jesus, the 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 T-1000 special effects in that were insane yeah, for they the time. Still, they still hold up today. Like, 91 yeah. still holds up today. Jurassic Park, 93. Jurassic Park still, in 93. It still looks like dinosaurs, man. Like, I remember you saw Jurassic Park before me, and I remember you and Legere coming over saying, uh, there's real dinosaurs, and I'm confident that somewhere in Central America there's just a bunch of dead <laughs> stuntmen because they were just eaten yeah. by dinosaurs. That's how real it looked, right? So when Dude, reptile, I walked out of, yeah, I walked out of Jurassic Park and said, somebody's got dinosaurs somewhere because yeah. that was fucking insane. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> definitely has dinosaurs. And we just watched a dinosaur <laughs> snuff film <laughs> starring Jeff Goldblum. Like, that is, that is oh. the thing. Like, and that, that like, the, the reptile, reptile in this is goddamn ridiculous like, like <laughs> yeah do you remember that do you remember that canadian television show on ytv called reboot like it's, oh yeah that, that's it looked like reboot yes <laughs> like, like did they just fucking take some like an asset from reboot and put it in this movie because it's bad so you can say like people say oh well it's uh 95 you know cgi wasn't that great well no it wasn't but unless you had like a fucking shit ton of money but like they could have done anything that looked better than reptile yeah. in this man like reptile looks ridiculous and that's the thing like this this movie had a budget of 18 million dollars which isn't that much you know when we went back and did and did big trouble in little china that had 25 million or 27 something in yeah, that ballpark like 10 years prior 10 so. years prior and with you know not very much cgi but this is cgi heavy and it was only 18 you look at those movies we mentioned t2 and jurassic park respectively t T two had a hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, well, and Jurassic Park was sixty three million. Okay, okay, so, but fucking huge. But in the video game in MK two, Reptile is fucking dressed exactly like Sub Zero and Scorpion, and his yes. major power is turning invisible. So how fucking hard is it to do that right? Like, <laughs> like, oh look, he's fucking gone. Just point the camera and not have him in in frame. It's like, hey, keep cool. Step stage right. Oh, step out of frame, homie. He's gone. <laughs> like it's like, yeah. There, oh, that's there's too the, there's the effect that costs fucking nothing. You know, <laughs> right? Hey, Keith, move. <laughs> okay, we're in. <laughs> yeah, Keith Ro- Cook, Robin, Keith just start punching. Awesome in this too. Like for the for the he's great. Small amount of time, and that, that that's another one of the problems I have with this movie is you've got people who can't fight worth shit taking up a lot of screen time. And then you've got somebody like Keith Cook, who's an invisible fucking computer lizard, and he's yep. wasted. And that's and that's like one of the things that really bothers me about this film. Yeah, that's a frustration because there are people in here that aren't martial artists. And, you know, y- you get people in there. Robin Shu's a good martial artist. The, the, the gentleman, Chris Casamasa, that plays Scorpion, he's in there. Francois Petit plays Sub-Zero. Like good martial artists, and there's good fights in there. But then you get other people that it's, they're kind of trying to make up for it with editing and things like that. And there are some extenuating circumstances that we'll get into. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, the fight choreography was actually done by Pat Johnson in this. Yeah. Which it's okay. It's it's decent. I like it. But you know, I was also a lot of the time kind of like, eh, that probably could have could have done something else there, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I think you know. that I, I, I think there's there's a few things that I think this film does better than 2021, mm-hmm. like story arc and introducing the characters, certainly. Yeah, but 
like I said earlier, like for me, a Mortal Kombat film has to have a tournament. It's got to have excellent fight scenes with fighters that have like you know superhuman powers, and there's got to be a lot of yep. gore. And you know, like there's there's no gore in this, and the fighting no. is lackluster for the yeah. most for the yeah. most part. There's some stuff like I said, you know, Keith Cook going in there doing this reptile stuff. Like I really like yep. that, but you know, we we miss out on a lot of things. Yeah, we do. It didn't. You know what? People loved it though, because on an eighteen million dollar budget, this thing made a hundred and twenty two million dollars, <laughs> which is why there's sequels out the ass, right? Well, like we said this before, like when we were talking about movies in this era, a big part of the production of the film was releasing the soundtrack on CD, right? That was that was a, yeah, that was a huge part of it, and this CD sold an ass ton because you would hear like you would go to the city and this would just be blasting out of every fourth car that went down the street like dun 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 yep. dun 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 dun, dun. <laughs> like, and we would break into doing fucking fake fighting like on the sidewalk like, hey, let's play more combat let's start throwing some punches you just me. hear it and everybody scream mortal combat yeah, like everybody this the, like this was huge absolutely you're right this soundtrack went platinum in less than two weeks oh did it really it's and platinum. It just in case people don't know, platinum means it sold it, the album sold a million copies yeah. in less than two weeks, which yeah. is that's insane. That right? is like, insane. But I mean, like they weren't fucking around because, like, like we said earlier, as soon as that new line logo comes up, it's like Mortal Kombat, oh. and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, this was insane. Yeah, that's absolutely the, that's the insane. Closest that is literally the closest thing that they've ever come to to being able to deliver drugs through your ears, <laughs> like because everybody just fucking gets amped up. Like it's awesome. Oh yeah, this was Jim Crack for sure. <laughs> Jim Crack, yeah. Hey, and thank you for listening to this teaser episode of the podcast. Full episodes can be found at patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. We do at least four episodes a month. Everyone gets one free. The other three are like this one, a teaser with the full show available with a subscription. Now there's five levels of subscription to choose from to suit any budget with the lowest being just five bucks per month. That's less than a rabbit harness leech thing on Amazon. I mean, what are you going to do with that? It's nice. I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong, but think about it. You can walk your rabbit safely or you can get over 6 hours of original entertainment to make your workout or commute or life better. Plus, access to all the past seasons, each season being 21 episodes. Patrons also get to be a part of the Dojo crew. You become a producer of the show. And the best part is you don't have to do any of the hours of work it takes to create an awesome show every week. You just reap the benefits. It's awesome. So head on over to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast and become a patron. You'll have our eternal gratitude and the satisfaction of literally being a producer of the media you find most appealing. Thank you so much. We'll see you inside the dojo. <laughs>